Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you build winning relationships in your marriage and with your kids. I'm Dr. Linda Travolute, and I'm your host for the Winning Family Podcast. We want to say thank you for joining us. We are so grateful. And I'll tell you what, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe to our podcast and rate and review it to let us know you find the content helpful and encouraging. And hey, share these episodes with your friends. At the end of today's podcast, we've got a little goodie for you and your friends can take advantage of it too. We're going to share how you can get a copy of Rodney's new book. It's called The Double Win. And if you're watching us on YouTube, which we encourage you to do, check it out. It's a beautiful book great read. I've started reading it myself and I am impressed, my friend. Good stuff. Good stuff. Man, wish I could show it to my English teacher from a school that I attended one time. Won't name names of the specific school, but man, he would be so proud. He would be so proud. He would. Well, if that, if that teacher is listening or watching, hey, go to this pot, uh, I'm going to share with you how at the end of the podcast, how you can get your hands on a copy and see how your student Rodney Gage did. You're going to be so proud, but Hey, good to have you guys here. We're excited. We're going to bring some amazing content today. Rodney and Michelle Gage. Yeah. We're going to talk about how to build your child's self-confidence. Such an important topic. So as we dive in, I know you've got like a list of five things, right? But I think as we get started, you're going to talk about how you can encourage your child to to do these five things. Number one is be yourself, right? Be yourself. How would you do that? How would you encourage your kids to just be themselves? You know, I think in the world in which we live, you know, what a great uh, privilege we have to help build our children's confidence. You know, I don't know if you, there's anything you want to speak into that, Rodney, but I, it's so important that we help build their confidence because it's not necessarily being done or uh, it's not a priority of people around them to be building that inner self, that inner confidence right. in their lives, what we like to call Godfidence too. Yeah. You know, um, I heard some, well, I heard, but I read in uh, just the basic definition of the word confidence is a feeling or a belief that you can do something well or succeed in something. And, you know, what child, what student, teenager doesn't, who doesn't need that? We all need that confidence that we can do something, we can succeed in something. And I think for a lot of kids today, I think there's a lot of kids who, um, for various reasons, their confidence has been diminished. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked in previous episodes about worth and value and all of that, but you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of competition in our culture today. And social media um, has, I think, just kind of like breeded this whole culture of competition. And we're constantly mm-hmm. comparing and competing with this and that. And, and so there's so much pressure these days with kids, pressure academically, pressure to succeed at whatever sport or whatever club, you know, or activity, you know, that their friends are all involved in. And you know, it, it, there's just, it's that constant pressure to perform. And that in and of itself can deflate, you know, that confidence because there's so much pressure that's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so, and if, the, and if the, and unfortunately, if the parent is one who's also, 
you know, maybe maybe it may not be their intention, but they're maybe adding some of that additional pressure where, you know, whether it's competing in the classroom or competing on the ball field or cheerleading squad or, you know, the band or whatever. Um, well, all of a sudden, the kids are carrying this weight of pressure. Yeah. And they're trying to conform to be something maybe they, they don't really want to be, you know, but they feel this pressure to be a certain way or to um, succeed at a certain level to, in order to find acceptance or to find approval. And that's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And so that's unhealthy. And so we do want to free our kids up to be themselves, yeah. to be who God made them to be. Yeah. And to seek ultimately their confidence in who he made them to be. And as part of our responsibility, they help, help guide them and help show them and direct them in a way that allows them to truly discover those unique characteristics and, and, and qualities that are unique about them. That's yep. right. And they can be yep. secure in that. Yep. You know, new new cars that are out there now that are electric cars, they have charging stations in the home. You know, they can actually install a charging station in the home. And I was just thinking as you were talking about that, why don't we be the place, the safe haven for our children where they get in, they come in, they get a charge. They get charged awesome. up in their confidence from us. And then they go back out into the world. It might drain down a bit. But we charge them back up because supercharged. that's that's right. Get a supercharged <laughs> station uh, of confidence because it's such a great privilege that we have to just to fill them up with that. Mm -hmm. So, so how to, what would that look like? Like, can you think back to how you did that for your kids? Mm -hmm. Like, what did you say to them to to charge them up? Yeah, I think as you pointed out, like be yourself um, is is the first the first point that we we're going to discuss because God made us all unique yeah. and different, yeah. so unique and different. And uh, like you said, Rodney, that you know our our culture sometimes will kind of get you into a certain flow, and uh, you know one thing in a certain area might be a popular thing to do, whether that's soccer mm -hmm. or, or if that is uh, baseball, uh, if that's cheerleading. I, you know, I think about our kids; um, they kind of went down. Our girls went down a path of of cheerleading because that's kind of what everybody was doing. But as they were over year after year after year, we realized they were great cheerleaders. I mean, they were good cheerleaders leaders and every year they wanted the team coach wanted them to audition again or not audition I'm a musician sorry what a tryout yeah. uh, so <laughs> anyway but we started to realize that that wasn't actually the one thing that they were best at they may have been be good at a couple of different things and they decided to take their own path and we just we encouraged them be yourself yeah you don't have to be like the other girl, you know, or all your other friends that are on the cheer squad. It's okay if you want to play tennis. Good. Be yourself right. and do what you're best at. And there was a lot of disappointment, you know, in the coach and the girls and the girls' moms. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And that's okay, <laughs> Crazy. <right? laughs> but, uh, but they went on their own path. And one of them went on the path of music and, and singing and worship. And we're so thankful that they did because it opened doors for them along the way because they were themselves, they fulfilled the purpose really that God created them to mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. We, we yeah. also just on a, to answer your question, even on a practical level, I remember, um, 
all three of our kids, even like what Michelle was just describing when the girls were like in cheerleading, but even like our son, Luke, I remember where he played baseball there for a little season. <laughs> we always just told them, look, just go out there and smile. Just <laughs> smile. Your smile needs to be the biggest out of everybody else. Just go out there and smile. And I said, what will happen? I said, if you go out there and you have a big smile, and you go out there and you just have fun, well, guess what? You're gonna set the atmosphere for everybody else, and if they don't conform to that, guess what? You're gonna stand out with the biggest smile out of everybody. That's right. And it was hilarious, because I remember still to this day, our son Luke, of course, he had red hair. He would go, he'd put on his helmet, you know, to go out there, and he'd step up to the plate. And man, he had a smile across his face and everybody else was so intense and so in serious but he was just up there just smiling <laughs> and it was just so much fun because it allowed him to kind of be freed up mm -hmm. from the pressure of having right, to hit the good. home run right, yeah, right. or whatever and we just like you just you just be you go out there and have fun bit a big smile on your face mm -hmm. and it was always cool because you know people gravitated to him mm -hmm. because of the smile because of the fun that he just seemed to have. And I think sometimes, man, we have a tendency to just take ourselves and take the situation or take circumstances so serious that we just forget, you know, to enjoy life. Just be, just be yourself, just go out there and have a great time. Yeah, and I think it's different seasons of parenting too, right? So when they're little like that, you know, be yourself is different than the season we're in right now with our adult children to continue be, you know, who God created mm -hmm. you to be. It's yeah. okay. You don't have to, you know, conform yeah, even absolutely. at their age, you know, in their twenties that, yeah. you know, be who God created you to be. And he's going to open the right doors for you. That's so good. It takes the pressure off of mm -hmm. them, which is incredible. Incredibly mm -hmm. uh, freeing, right? Yeah, so good. right. Okay, so to build encourage, uh, excuse me, to build confidence in your children. The first one is encourage them to be themselves. The second one, and Michelle, you already alluded to this, is to do your best. But mm -hmm. elaborate on that just a yeah. little bit more. How do you encourage them to do their best? Mm. Yeah, excellence is is one of our core values, yeah. you know, uh, as a family and as a church too. Um, it's it's our way. It's it's the spirit in which we have decided, and that is a value to us to do things with excellence and uh, to do your best. So that can, you know, start with making your bed in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it can start with getting up and on time, and you know those those sort of things are some of the simple things that we taught our kids. You know, but just making that a way of life for them to always do their best because we work unto the Lord, you know, not unto men. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite scriptures, I just read it a couple of days ago, uh, is in Proverbs 22 at the very last scripture of Proverbs 22. It says that those that um, are excellent in their work, they will stand before kings. Mm -hmm. And um, someone had spoken that to me. I sat next to a manager, a talent manager at on an airplane. And I was talking to him about my daughter because she was younger and she was pursuing music and possibly going into um, pop music. And I was, I was just asking him, what are some things that you would encourage me to say to my daughter? And he said, I would encourage her to memorize that scripture. Just be excellent in what you do and God wow. will promote you. He'll put you in front of the right people. 
people. So mm-hmm. I've, that's always stuck with me. But just doing your very, very best is, is something that's so important to teach our children. Yeah. And I think there's a there is a difference and a distinction between perfection and excellence. That's good. You know, because it's not Mm. I think the the pressure the kids feel and they may not um, say this, but in their own internal drive, you know, because of the pressure they're under, it's like they have to be perfect. Have to be perfect in the way they look and the way they dress, and perfect yeah. with their grades, perfect in how they perform, mm. because there's so much pressure to perform. But the issue is not being perfect. Perfect. The issue is just giving our best. It's. I like to say it this way: just do the best you can with the gifts and the abilities that God has given you, mm-hmm. and trust Him for the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't, we, there's only so much we can do, That's right. That's right. you know, and then at the end of the day, how good right. is good enough? Yeah. Yeah. And so again, yeah. a lot of the, mm. a lot of the pressure that so many kids are under today is the external pressure from everything that our culture and society places upon them. And so there's this, there is this unrealistic goal, this unattainable, you know, level that they're trying to achieve and they seemingly are unsatisfied because they feel like they don't ever measure up. They don't ever get there. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about reaching perfection. Mm -hmm. It's about just giving our best and doing our best with the gifts and the abilities. It's just bringing our best. And you know what? It's like, it's like this. If I'm a baseball player, well, I can't get up to the plate and expect to hit a home run every single time I swing the bat. But you know what? Sometimes I'm going to strike out. Yeah. But sometimes I'm going to get, you know, on base. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes I may hit a double. Right. You know, every so often I may hit a triple. But at the end of the day, I just get up there and take swings. I just get up there and do my best and leave the rest to God. And, Doing uh, your best doesn't mean you are the best. You have to be the best. Oh, Absolutely. You know, just do your best. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I touch on that for just a second with, you know, young girls. I think what you're talking about, the comparison, you know, that's just not reality with our social media mm-hmm. and the things that they face um, in in their mind, you know, the 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 ways that their mind will tell themselves that they they just don't measure up it's just so important that we speak life we continue to speak life and truth into them that you know you do do your best be your best and and like you said give the rest to the lord and let god finish off what is not the best in us and just reminding them that they don't have to be perfect mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so important the, that we speak life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good that's good so we've got be your best do your best don't compare. Hmm. Did we just cover that? Somewhat. Somewhat. Kind of, right? That's, that's a that huge one, though, that, you know, is mm-hmm. important. That yeah. It's just to reinforce the fact to our kids that mm-hmm. it's unfair to compare. You be you. Yeah. You stay in your lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, who cares what everybody else is doing? Mm-hmm. You know, who cares what, are, what somebody else says? You... Do who God made you to be. You be you when it comes to who God made you mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And if that's different than what your right. teacher says, right. if that's different than what your friends say, you know, at the end of the day, we can't compare, you know, what somebody else 
has accomplished. Mm -hmm. We can't compare ourselves against that. We can't compare ourselves with someone's academic, you know, achievements and abilities. That's the one area I have found to be probably one of the greatest sources of stress for kids today Mm -hmm. is the academic pressure. And because there's, I mean, they start young and, and I get it. I, I understand that we need to push and stretch and strive to become our best. We're not minimizing that, but I do think that there's so much pressure today mm-hmm. for kids to, you know, be in this certain path and to conform to this certain mold academically, because if you don't, the consequences, that, that's what's being reinforced, the consequences, if you do not get a certain GPA, then you don't get qualified to get accepted in the best of the best of schools. Mm-hmm. And if you don't make it to this school, then your career's over. Right. Right. Man, well, what, kind of message, what kind of message it does is. that send? It's a lot of pressure, you know, yeah. so if now all of a sudden I'm having to compare my ability to this mm. person's ability or my gifting to this person's ability. I mean, I just a case in point, you know, I, going back to we were talking about our, our son a few moments ago, our son, Luke, uh, you know, he had a situation when when he was uh, what was he eight years old, seven or eight years old when Luke was diagnosed seven. with hip disease. Mm-hmm. Super long story short, he was in a wheelchair for uh, over just right at three years, a little over three years. And but he was active playing sports before then, before yeah. then. Mm-hmm. And then when that happened, that sidelined him. So he's in a wheelchair for three years. Well, it was during those three years that he picked up a guitar, started learning how to play guitar, started gravitating to music, started playing around the piano and the keyboard. Little did we know that it was through that season of his life that all of a sudden there was an artistic bent about him that yeah. we probably would have never discovered mm-hmm. or perhaps never really would have maybe uh, encouraged him to right. pursue. Right. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was that became his destiny. Yeah. That became his path. That was right. his lane. Right. He's a creative. He's a right brainer. He's he's one of these guys that you know can think outside the box that is not the traditional... <laughs> you know, inside the box Mm -hmm. formula. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, at the end of the day, we all have to be our best, do our best with the gifts and the abilities that God has made us. And it's unfair to compare. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good. Good reminder. Do not compare. Let your kids know that they don't have to compare. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And the next one you suggest is have them associate with confident friends. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so wise. Break that down for us. Confidence comes in different packages. (laughs) So the right kind of confidence is important too. So good. You know, confident people uh, develop or confident people believe in other people. Mm -hmm. Confident people celebrate other people. Uh, And and that's true of children too. You know, when they're confident, they're not worried, you know, about competition a lot of times if the right kind of confident friends so those are the kind of friends that that we need Mm -hmm. to encourage our children to have and also we you know demonstrate friendship to our children Mm -hmm. so what kind of friends do we have around us as their parents what are they seeing as a model of friendship in our lives and i think that's just super important for them to know the right kind of friends is one of the greatest decisions that you will make in life. Mm-hmm. And when we 
you know, as they're younger, when you see them traveling towards different friends that may not be the right kind of confident friend that you're looking for for them, you know, you help them realize that and help call out what you value as a family. What are your core values? And does this kind of align with with what we believe, you know? So So let me ask you a follow-up question. Mm -hmm. I know that you're chomping at the bit wanting to share this next point, but so you just said, call out the friends that may be good for them, right? Mm -hmm. The right type of friends. Mm -hmm. What, what, you know, for someone who's, who's listening and they don't really understand what that would look like. Can you think of a very practical example of calling out what you want them to pursue or who you want them to hang out with? I think it, yeah, great, great question, Linda. I, I think that it also depends on the season of life that they're in. So, you know, as the younger ones would be a little bit different than the season that we're in. So like right now, the season we're in is, uh, our, our two oldest are married and, you know, we're, so thankful for our, our son-in-laws, our sons. And then our son is, is not married. So when it comes to maybe girls that he yeah. is interested in yeah. dating, call yeah. it out. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will call it out. I'll say, well, look at this young lady, you know, look at what she has posted. Look at what she talks about, right. you know, uh, versus this other person, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, mama will call it out. And we have along the way, you know, this is what, mm-hmm. you know, would be um, the type of person that you'd be looking for in and life. You, and you're doing that without degrading them or without oh, saying, hey, this person's a loser. No. Oh, this gosh, no. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I think it's more about, call, I, I'm glad you said that because it's really more about finding the right person. Yeah. So calling yeah. out the, the qualities that you're looking for, you know, I love in it. a friendship um for your child as as they're younger you know wasn't that amazing how she you know sent that little note to you that's the great kind of friend that's the right kind of friend you want to have that's awesome yeah yeah helping you know it's helping identify those those positive qualities and characteristics attributes that really do stand out that again help reinforce your your values and and things that are important Mm -hmm. to you as a family right that that really helps reinforce you know to our children that you know this is a this person here has the kind of personality has the kind of spirit has the 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 attitude that is going to be somebody who's probably going to be a really good friend to you Yeah. This person over here, it's a little cocky. That's yep. you know totally self-absorbed. There's always got to have mm-hmm. their way, or they're critical of their yep. other friends. They're always right. talking down about other friends. You need to stay away from mm-hmm. those friends. Yep. You know, that's what First Corinthians fifteen thirty three says: "Be bad company corrupts yes. good character." Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so you know, at the end of the day, you know our our confidence is is caught and it's contagious. Mm. And I liken I liken it to you know the uh, the world of sports. So we've all seen you know a basketball team, for example, or maybe a football team who's maybe down a touchdown or two, mm-hmm. or you know they're down by maybe ten points mm-hmm. in a basketball mm-hmm. game. But all it takes is for you know one play 
where all of a sudden the team that's down two touchdowns, all of a sudden somebody runs a 50-yard touchdown and all of a sudden everybody's running it. What does that do? Man, all of a sudden the confidence right. of the whole, it shifts the atmosphere right. of the whole team. Right. You know, where the guy's shooting the three-pointers, all of a sudden now that score is tied, well, all of a sudden everybody's confidence level has just been risen. And I think when we surround ourselves with other people who are secure, and they're confident, what happens is, is that that becomes contagious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's just important that we surround, as Bible says, iron sharpens iron, so right. one so, so, so one person sharpens another. Right. So we have to surround ourselves with people that are going to stretch us and challenge us, but at the same time, they are there to help support us and affirm us and compliment mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. You know, also, in, in I think Linda, too, I, you know, as far, when we first started talking about the, the charging station as our home kind of being that safe haven and the place where they're learning their values and building their foundation for their life. It's OK to say, and we've talked about this on other po podcasts as well, that this person, we're not going to actually even allow this relationship, yeah. you know, because it is so against yeah. what our core values are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I remember how hard that was to do because I didn't want my child not to like me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't, I want, I want, you know, we want to be our child's friend a lot of times, but we are the, the one that speaks truth and mm -hmm. life into them. We get that privilege as their parents. God gave them to us. And so different seasons of life, it's important that maybe even sometimes we say, nope, that friendship is not, it's not aligning with us as a family. And as of right now, this is a no for right. you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Parents need to be willing to stand their ground yeah and be strong about those things that's, that's good. right yeah. yeah so all this to help them associate with confident friends and right your last point in the last few moments that we have here is serve others through a worthwhile purpose mm -hmm. how does that play out serve others i know you guys can talk about serving because you've got an army of folks that help you at rethink life but what mm -hmm. does that look like serving others through a worthwhile purpose mm -hmm. well, i think when you take the focus off of yourself and you put it on other people mm -hmm. and there is a cause, there's a mission, there's a, there's a higher and greater purpose. It's just bigger than yourself. There's great joy, satisfaction and fulfillment that comes mm -hmm. from that. Mm -hmm. And when you can say, you know, when you put your head down, when our kids are participating in something that they know that they're helping make a difference mm -hmm. in someone else's life. Mm -hmm. For example, we, we've been Compassion um, International sponsors. So we, we've had a, a little boy that we've sponsored for, goodness, I don't know, happened for a long time. Probably close to 10 years um, now, yeah. And so, you know, we talked about that and, and that was a part of, you know, something that our family all was participating yeah. in, mm -hmm. you know? And because of that, we were able to put a face and a name together with somebody, an individual, somebody whose life that we're touching. Fabrice. Yeah. And we're able to watch him grow and develop. Yeah. And, and so what that does is it allows us to be able to find a greater sense of purpose yeah. that's bigger than ourselves, knowing that we, we are contributing. We are actually making a difference. And there's just something about that that just builds our confidence because we know right. that we are fulfilling our divine design. We are fulfilling our destiny. Mm -hmm. We are mm -hmm. 
we are pursuing at that higher calling and purpose that God has placed us on this earth right. to fulfill. And when right. kids, when kids find that purpose, they have a sense of mission about them. Man, it builds their confidence, and that's so important. That's yeah, good. it's even just little things. Serving, you know, an elderly neighbor for you as a mom or as a dad to say, "Hey, we're going to go over and help." this person. We're going to ask them like, Luke, I want you to go over across the street and I want you to ask her if what you can do to help her today. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's anything that she needs, um, those little things like that, or finding the opportunity, our serve day, you know, is, uh, a part of our summer experience. And we, just having the opportunity to get out, connect with your church and give your kids the opportunity to serve, go on mission trips. All of those things are helping them broaden their horizon beyond your family and beyond themselves, that mm-hmm. there's a world in need. And when we serve, it brings so much joy to our lives. Yeah. So good. It's been so valuable. I love the idea that uh, building your child's self-confidence is like giving them that charging station in your home, right? Yes. So you, you've outlined five things today, which is so good. Encourage your child to be your, be themselves, to do their best, to not compare, to associate with confident friends, and to serve others through a worthwhile purpose. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so good. So as we wrap up our time together today, we want to say thank you. We're so glad you joined us. And we want to encourage you to do a couple of things. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and know that we really do want to hear from you. We want to receive any questions that you have because I know Rodney and Michelle are looking forward to answering some questions in future podcast episodes, right? Yes. Do a whole Q&A at some point. And we'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, review. That lets us know if we're on the right track here. And as promised, are you ready? I'm going to show you again the book. This is The Double Win by Rodney Gage. You can get a free copy of this book. Yep. I said free, free <laughs> copy of this book when you subscribe to Rodney and Michelle's monthly mentoring program called the Double Win Club. And the first 30 days are free. That's very, very generous of you guys. The first 30 days are free. free. So how do you sign up for that? I'm going to share with you right now. Write it down. You ready? TheDoubleWinClub.com. That's where you go. Head over to TheDoubleWinClub.com and you'll learn more about Rodney and Michelle's family mentoring program. It is the ultimate double win. And until next time, we're here to help you win at home and at life.